Welcome to Cannabis Investing Newsletter. I'm D.H. Taylor. Today, I want to talk about Nick's Green Wave. They missed their numbers. Came down a little bit, but none to worry. Already, they're predicting for Q3 to rebound right back up to where they were. So this one-off opportunity pushed the stock down considerably. I think it was trading about 60 cents. It's dropped down below 40, trading about 32, something like that. That's nearly in half. If you're holding that stock, it's a little painful. But I got hit by a flood of emails from guys sitting there saying, I'm buying. I'm buying a lot. The fact is, this is a great company. They're going to expand. I've got a bunch of stuff I want to show you regarding their numbers, where they are, where they fell. These numbers are a little outside of their norm. But again, they had some outlying issues that brought their revenue down. This is a stock that you can literally buy at 50% off, basically. And it's going to keep going up along with all the other cannabis stocks. Let's jump in the computer, show you what I'm talking about. If this is your first stop by my website and my YouTube channel, thanks for stopping by. Um, I'm a value investor. I look at these companies, cannabis stocks, cannabis stocks only, from a value perspective. My time horizon, one, two and a half, five, ten, twenty years out. I'm looking long term. I'm not looking for real quick hit and quits, things like this. So this move that we've seen in Next Green Wave, the fact that it's fallen as much as it has, almost 50%, um, I think it was trading around 60 cents and it almost hit 30 cents. So roughly there, probably more like fell like about four, between 40 or so. Uh, it was a big move. But if you take a look at what actually happened, um, these misses on revenues, Oftentimes, there's an explanation, and that's the thing that's going on with cannabis. These smaller companies, small-ish companies, they don't really have that consistency that you're always looking for in, say, Apple Computer or something like that. That could be an opportunity, but had you been holding this stock prior to this earnings release, it's also a painful experience when these kinds of things happen. Another issue we're having, liquidity. There aren't a lot of players out there rushing in to buy cannabis. So when someone hits the sell button, it drops. These stocks drop. When you look at this chart, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, real quick on Next Green Wave, NXGWF, um, down here in the United States. They got about a $68 million market cap here in the U.S. I think it's like $80 million up in Canada, uh, the combined shares. Uh, 187 million shares outstanding. California-based connoisseur cannabis. Um, they really are trying to become a really big, small company. They want to do that craft kind of thing. And I see a lot of opportunities in this that they're, um, they're trying to become that premium. Now, go back to 2018 when Canopy Growth, Hexo, you know, all those companies, Tilray, they rushed in, said, we're going to, we're just going to blanket all of Canada with cannabis. Those stocks all kind of tanked. And a lot of the reason why a lot of people are not getting involved in cannabis right now is maybe you got into Aurora Cannabis at 120. Well, it's, it's in single digits right now. So you've been burned. Are you rushing back in? No, absolutely not. A lot of those companies up in Canada, they backpedaled a little bit and went towards this connoisseur cannabis, smallish premium versus massive quantities. 
big difference, huge difference. And given that, uh, they do have a niche. I've got a chart I'm going to show you here in a second, but one more thing. They got 52 products. And here's a look at just Los Angeles. I did weed maps. I asked the question of myself, where, where can you find this stuff? Everywhere. If you're in LA, you can find it everywhere. San Diego, San Francisco, all the way, all through Canada, uh, California. These guys are everywhere. That's huge. They do have a product. They do, they will get there. They're going to continually grow. They have a product that I know a lot of people really like. It's sort of one of those things that once you try it, you pretty much stick to it. This is great. Um, you stop by Weed Maps, you can see. Actually, if you stop by Next Green Waves uh, website, there's a link here, and that's how I got to uh, kind of narrowing down this particular picture. The revenue drop. Two reasons. Adjusted branded product mix. They basically kind of backed off a little bit on the edibles and went forward with some other products. And because of that, there was sort of lagging going on. Also, another issue was hardware update lagged. This, the combined things where they were swapping out some products and really kind of pushing others and kind of backing off on those others. At the same time, they did their hardware updates, which kind of threw some wrenches in, this, in the engine there. So already these guys are predicting 4.5 million for Q3. So this is a one-off. Um, had you actually owned the stock prior to this one-off? Yeah, understandably. That was a little painful. But I got so many emails from you guys saying, I'm hitting the buy button right now. Awesome. Uh, another thing that these guys are trying to do. Now, first off, they're, they're growing a, or they're building a 60,000 square foot facility it's about 18 months until they get their occupancy certificate. So I don't really focus on that too much because that's a year and a half away from now. Um, they are also looking to buy dispensaries. And I think there's probably something that's going to be kind of on the cusp, ready to go. Um, I'm adding some more charts in here, and I'm also going to be adding a few more kind of adding more and more into these presentations for you guys to kind of beef them up a little bit. Right now, I'm trying to work through all of MSOS, the ETF, um, so that we I can use that as kind of a basis for my own analysis and things like this. It's not my favorite ETF because you got a couple of things in there that shouldn't be in there. I think there's like 28 stocks or something like that, and there are probably about five of them that you're like, well, they don't grow cannabis. Uh, but they're involved. But so is Scott's Green Turf as a fertilizer company. So let's move forward. First off, comparisons. I have my top 100, which is now 101. There's about another three that should be up there. Another two I should probably take down. The complete list of top 100 cannabis companies. Um, I retooled all of that over Labor Day weekend. Then Tuesday rolled around and I had a huge issue with my laptop. So for the past few days, the only thing I've been doing is this spreadsheet. It is ginormous. Something like eight times six, four, 50 times 50,000 input data points or something like that. Huge amount of data inputs. 
I now have to start putting these into each individual page. So I've got a lot of things that are going to happen. But have you not seen that page lately? Go back. There's a whole bunch of tabs there where you can look. And instead of just seeing the last quarter, there's now the past six quarters. So you can compare. You can see because, and this is a perfect example, Next Green Wave is kind of down big time. I think 25% was the actual number they fell for this quarter. Um, but it's a one-off. So how do you look at this company if I only put up this quarter and the previous quarter and show you the 25%? Now you can look at this and say, well, you know, where are they normally? Uh, so I think it's going to be really helpful for you guys. A lot of data points up there. I still have a whole cycle of things that I'm going to be doing to the website. And I hope to have finished by the end of this year. It's already halfway through September. So I know what my deadlines are. Then come January, I have the last big thing I want to do to the website. Then it's just a matter of just putting out content. These guys rank number 44 out of uh, on market capitalization, 68 million. Number 90, revenue growth rate, negative 25%. Like I said, you look at the other quarters, you just shrug it off. Not really, but. Number 51, revenue per share, 26 cents. Um, this would improve next quarter, obviously, when uh, they print their 4.5 million that they're projecting they printed i think what was it 3.5 3.6 million this quarter so this you're going to see a move upward in this as well 75 number 75 gross margins 19 percent this is a classic example of how more product going through the system will improve your gross margins and operating efficiencies this is a classic example you know, they saw a 25% decline in revenue, and they also saw about a, what, 30, 40% drop in gross margins. They go hand in hand. So you'll be able to see that, and I hope that some light bulbs turn on, and when you're going through this and you start looking future projections and stuff like this, you're looking at a company that's going to grow, like, say, 50% next year. Well, their gross margins are obviously going to improve, most likely, all else equal. Number two, operating efficiencies, 13%. These guys are stellar. This is one of the reasons why these guys are in my top picks. If they get their uh, gross margins back up there, you'll see the full picture. Uh, next quarter at 4.5 uh, revenue, this would get gross margins up there, probably around 50% or so. So they're going to be a stellar company, uh, but you're really looking at these guys long-term because they want to pick up um, dispensaries and things like this. Number 23, EBITDA to revenue at 8.3%. Mind you, the S&P 500, that would be an excellent year on average for all 500 uh, companies if they hit 8.3%. It's usually between 5 to 7.5%, somewhere in there. Uh, on average. So at 8.3% for one quarter, that's huge. Cash to debt ratio, 178%. They're at number nine. They, they are sitting on cash and they are going to want to make moves for dispensaries. So this is a company that I'm really kind of looking forward to what they've got next. And I think something's probably just around the corner. Here's your revenue picture 
and we can see the 3.6 million. And in fact, three quarters ago, they were at 3.6 million, but then they printed 4.7 and 4.8 million. We will be looking for 4.5 as this is the guidance they gave us for Q3. They didn't give us guidance for Q4 yet. So this is still a real smallish kind of company. I mean, their, their market cap 70 million bucks. Um, but they've got a lot of long-term upside potential. I think they're really strategically played, placed well. So gross margins coming in at 19.4%, way down from 65% the quarter before and 67.5% the quarter before that. Those were the numbers I was looking at previously that I liked so much. You have operating efficiencies where they are. We'll look at that chart in a second, but you have gross margins where they are. This is a company that normally fires on a lot of solid cylinders. This one-off is absolutely an opportunity to pick up this stock. Operating efficiencies, 13.9%, not even their best quarter. Did you see the 12.5% the previous quarter? This is one of the reasons why I like this company so much. So operating efficiencies, for those who don't quite know that particular metric, what this does is it shows um, how much the back office is basically spending relative to revenue. So you take SG&A or total operating costs and you divide that over top of revenue. You want the lowest possible number you can get. 13.9%, that's ridiculously low. That is excellent. It's number two on the list. Um, given this, when we get that revenue increase for next quarter, you'll see the bigger picture as to why I like this company so much. These guys are firing on a lot of cylinders here. They're doing well. They've got a lot of cash. We're going to look at some more charts here in a second. And they're looking to acquire dispensaries. They're going to become fully vertical. I like this company a lot. With EBITDA, you can see the drop, the drop in revenue, of course, affecting EBITDA as it did with only 0 0.3, uh, that's 300,000, 0.3 of 1 million. The previous quarter, of course, 2.7 and 2.5, the quarter before that, they were moving upwards significantly and I felt that these guys were going to kind of keep pulling it off and, and uh, hit those numbers. Nonetheless, it's still positive. Um, and, you know, we'll be looking for their next quarter, obviously. It did take a hit to net earnings. Now, when I added these guys to my list before, my top picks, you can see the previous quarter, 1.7 million. I didn't even see that one yet when I put this guy, this company into my top picks. The three previous quarters, add those, add these four years together, or four quarters together, 2.9, uh, 2 1.7, uh, that's $5 million, uh, about five and, uh, about $6 million for the past four quarters, excluding this quarter. All right, they've got... Um, 180 million shares you divide the 5 million over the 180 and you start seeing the picture of why this stock is so significantly undervalued just do the math look at that number multiply that by say 40 which is the rate for the s p 500 right now 
it is undervalued. The stock is undervalued. But a company like this is going to continue to grow rapidly, so we can't use 40 times future earnings to come up with anything like this. So I always push it. All right, fine. Go to 60. Go to 80. Go to 100. Start looking at the bigger picture of how these guys are playing out and figure out what you think a future earnings multiple might be. I typically come in with 100 because cannabis is growing rapidly, but not all companies are created equally. They're not all companies are growing as equally, but you clearly can't use 40 as a future earnings multiple. That's the regular S&P 500, which their revenue growth rate on the S&P 500, 3.5%. You know, these guys just dropped 25%, but the next quarter they're going to go back up 40%. So we're looking at this one-off, but when you start looking at companies that are printing 10% per quarter, you'll see what I'm talking about when it comes to trying to find a future earnings multiple. So the, these guys are significantly undervalued, excluding, notwithstanding this particular uh, one-off. Earnings per share came in at, uh, at zero. The previous quarter, one penny per share. But you can see how because they're so close and their revenue is so close that it, it you know doesn't even come up to like a full penny. Uh, and I only show uh, two decimal points on here. But you can see that their, their big month from, what, five quarters ago, four quarters ago, my apologies, uh, two cents per share. You add all this up. You look at your earnings per share. You multiply that out with your future earnings multiple and you see that these guys, their stock price should be significantly higher. Certainly not 30 cents. Shareholder equity, I'm going to start putting this in here. Um, I also am putting in another chart coming up forward. So you're going to start seeing this on all my um, presentations for you guys. I think this is important. Number one goal for the company management is to create shareholder value. This is one way where we can look at this and we can see this on a sort of a substantiated basis. They are creating value. Uh, with this particular company, however, they're, they're sitting on cash. That's where some of this is actually coming in on. So don't be sitting here thinking that they've got stockpiles of, of assets that are pushing this up cash is capital. Uh, it is an asset. Nonetheless, uh, this is upward trending. That's exactly what you're looking for because these assets are what are going to produce revenue and value. Cash to debt ratio. Um, 178%, although this thing is registering under dollars, but that's fine. But you can see how it is continually moving upward, upward, upward. 178% uh, on um, cash to debt. That is huge. They are looking to make moves. And again, I stress, I think something's probably just around the corner. So with the stock price, it was just about touching 60 cents and then went kerplunk.
and just I mean the full drop is about 50% that hurts if you're a shareholder that hurts um, but if you compare this chart to other cannabis stocks this is the story across the board there's not a lot of interest in cannabis right now but when you look at this you can sit there and say this is a great company they're expanding they had a one-off it hit a lot of you guys hit the buy button trust me i know i got all the emails i was laughing uh nonetheless i'm keeping next green wave in my top picks i think this is a company that uh is going to do two things number one they're going to expand in california and become one of the top producers top verticals i believe that they're going to start acquiring dispensaries and really kind of take off they're in a great position they were net earnings positive for the previous four quarters which means they don't really have to have to raise cash and they're already sitting on a lot of cash given that these guys are in a strong position to really start making some moves and that's one of the things when you're looking at that one chart or that one area on my website on the complete list cash to debt ratio if you're sitting on a lot of cash you can make moves so if you're thinking wow this is a great company i wonder if they're going to grow how much cash do they have another thing to be looking at when you're looking at that cash if they're really cash flush they don't have to raise ca cash and dilute stock that's a huge thing with where we are with cannabis there are a lot of companies that are turning profits right now and yet they still might raise capital because they just want to beef things up and then they're probably going to make another move so you're buying a forward moving company you're buying a company that's going to continually expand its foundation so you're buying future revenue future profits next screen wave they're staying in my uh they're staying in my top picks for sure this is a one-off you guys that hit the buy button that was solid if you like my content please by all means hit the email subscribe button i send this out try to send it out like once uh about five times a week um thanks so much for hitting the like button and the comments always are great thank you so much guys really appreciate you riding along we'll see you in the next video